Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's project the second round of your fantasy drafts next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT in 5. I'm Chris Towers, and I'm here with Dan Schneier. And we're going to talk about players ranked 13 through 24. Dan, you just recorded a podcast on players ranked 1 through 12 for the full episode of Fantasy Football Today. Adam Azer and I talked about that last week on FFT in 5, actually earlier this week. And just go through my top 12 real quick and... Then we'll go through 13 through 24. And the way this is going to work is Dan's just going to jump in when he tells me uh, he he disagrees with things. <laughs> so 1 through 12, no need to jump in here. Christian McCaffrey, Justin Jefferson, Austin Eckler, Cooper Cup, Travis Kelsey, Jamar Chase, Jonathan Taylor, Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacobs, Bijan Robinson, Tyreek Hill, and Stefan Diggs. That's 1 through 12 for me. We'll go through 13 through 24 right now. And top pick of the f- second round for me is CeeDee Lamb. Just feels like a safe wide receiver pick with some upside. And then I've got a nice run of running backs who all bring something different to the table. Tony Pollard, Derrick Henry, and Ramondre Stevenson. Stevenson's the one that, you know, training camp reports could sour me on him just because he was such a big part of the passing game last season was, you know, I think top five in running back receptions. And if he has that role again, I think it's going to be really hard for him not to be, you know, a top 12 RB, but there have been some reports in OTAs about, you know, Pierre Strong or Ty Montgomery potentially taking on that passing game role. What do you think of that trio of running backs there at 14 through 16? Tony Pollard, Derrick Henry, and Ramadre Stevenson. I'm with you on them, especially Stevenson, who I might be even be highest on of all those players with the exception mm-hmm. of Henry. I'm not as high as consensus on Tony Pollard. I feel like sure. there's some risk factor there for sure. In addition to, I don't think he has any real upside to take over like a Derrick Henry style role or even a role that Ramondre Stevenson has. I will push back a little bit on the first guy you had at 13, okay. TD Lamb. I have some concerns about Lamb. For starters, I don't like the transition to... Uh, Mike McCarthy's offense versus Kellen Moore. We already saw the Cowboys take a massive dip in fantasy points per game and pace and tempo last year. Maybe they say they want to run the ball more and they don't, and they don't actually do it, but they already did it last year. They Uh started to show signs of it. And now Brandon Cook's in the mix. We could lose some target volume there, which was really the only reason CeeDee Lamb was so consistent. So I have a little bit of concern there. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, I go Devontae Adams next. Uh, that is 16th overall. Sorry, 17th overall. Another guy with major concerns for me, if I can jump in real quick. So sure. I will say this. The target share grew without Rodgers and that rapport, which surprised me. But perhaps that has to do with the fact that Derek, Derek Carr and Devontae Adams worked together at Fresno State. It's possible. 
I just don't at all. Tr- and I understand that he had this big game, seven for 153 and two TDs in week 17 with Stidham. But Stidham is not Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't at all trust Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't trust him to throw the ball down the field. And he had a high and and Adams had what the highest target share of anyone in the entire mm-hmm. NFL last year, 32.3%. I don't see that keeping up. I still think he's a great receiver, but I don't trust Garoppolo to get him the ball the same way those past two quarterbacks have. I think that's fair. My only rebuttal, I guess, and it's not necessarily the most sophisticated response possible, but we expected Devontae Adams to take a big step forward back last year. There were a lot of people calling him a bust when he signed with the Raider, when he got traded to the Raiders and moved to right. Derek Carr. And he was pretty awesome. I, I think a big part of it is just that Devontae Adams is the kind of guy who just demands a 30% target share when he's on the field. And I think that's going to be true no matter who the wide, the quarterback is. Uh, Dan's having some technical issues, so we'll just move on. I've got Nick Chubb at number 18 and Travis Etienne at number 19. And I feel like there's the, the middle of the second round gets a little iffy for me. I'm, I'm not a huge fan of, you know, the, the talent level there or the, you know, I, I think they're both fine. I just don't think they have necessarily like top five RB upside. And I would prefer to be able to find that from a second round running back. I've got AJ Brown. At 20, Aaron Jones at 21. I push Patrick Mahomes into the second round at 22 overall. And then Amon Ross St. Brown at 23. And I think one of the biggest wild cards is Brees Hall at 24, who is just kind of a wild card right now because we don't really know, one, whether he's going to be cleared for the start of training camp coming back from that torn ACL. We don't know you know, if this is going to be a situation like J.K. Dobbins. I know we talked last week on the podcast with Jamie Eisenberg about how Brees Hall certainly carries some bust potential for the 2023 season, just because you're going to have to pick him, you know, late second, early third round. And if he's the guy he was last season, you know, small sample size, but showed proficiency in the passing game, showed big playability in the running game. That's in Jets offense. We expect to take a big step forward. If Brees Hall was hundred percent healthy based on what we saw last season, I think he'd be a candidate for number one overall. And so it's a situation where, if he's full go by the start of training camp and he's not going to have any limitations by week one, I think there's a ton to like about Brees Hall and he might even move up, but there's also a chance that we get some iffy reports out of training camp that he's not hundred percent cleared may not have a full role by week one. And I start to move him down. So Brees Hall 24 overall sort of a placeholder. I feel like it's unlikely he'll end up ranked 24 overall by the time we get to draft season. It's just where he is right now. And that's going to do it for FFT and five. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll see you then.